Hello and welcome back to the Life on the Wrist podcast, where we discuss what happened in watches over the last week. A week is a very short uh, amount of time uh, to sort of have an interval of this news, but we will bring you a few things that happened that were quite exciting in the watch world. Um, we're going to talk about two topics: one, sort of in the auction side of things, and then the other has to do with. Um, another auction that's taking place, but obviously of unique pieces. More on that later. Um, before we get started, I did want to say that the Watch Pro Awards did take place um, this weekend. I'm not going to cover them extensively, but I did want to give a big shout out to Win Vintage for winning the pre-owned sale award. Uh, he was up against some fierce competition in some really big um, competitors. And it's very exciting to see uh, him win this very well-deserved, considering um, the things that he has done for the industry. Um, he, The award is the Pre-Owned Watch Retailer of the Year Award, um, where he was a finalist alongside um, eBay Watches, Watchbox, Crown and & Caliber, and Bonetta. And so really excited to see that someone so knowledgeable and so influential in the watch world would win something like that, especially going up against some of those larger figures. Now onto the topics that I wanted to discuss. Uh, the first we will talk about a really exciting exhibit that took place last week uh, from Sotheby's where Freddie Mercury's estate was being sold. There were uh, more than 1400 items from the estate of the former queen frontman Freddie Mercury that were sold at auction. Some of those including his piano, handwritten songs, um, but one of the things that ca caught my eye, obviously, as a watch enthusiast, was some of the watches and timepieces that were sold. There was, uh, probably the most stark uh, of these, was a red Seiko uh, pulse meter from 1982. It was estimated to go between 300 and 500 pounds, but it ended up selling for 35,560 pounds. Um, without this connection, you know, this is essentially just a, a quartz watch that obviously is important from the history of Seiko, um, but it has this really bright red color. There's an alarm with a chron chronograph and a, um, a pulsometer, and so it sort of matched the flamboyant um, energy that Freddie Mercury brought to many of the things that he did. Um, so a watch that's only a couple hundred bucks ended up selling for 35,000 uh, pretty pounds. So that's uh, pretty exciting to see a big result for a watch that belonged to such a, a famous and influential person in um, modern history. There were also um, four Cartier desk clocks that sold. Um, there was one that was a nine karat gold desk timepiece from Cartier manufactured in 1973 that sold for 26,670 pounds. Um, really cool sort of ovular shape with uh, Roman numerals. Then there was a gilt brass and enamel desk uh, timepiece uh, time that, that was manufactured in around 1980 that sold for just over 10,000 pounds. Sort of has a, sort of a stirrup shaped, um, uh, I guess, case and the famous Cartier, Cartier uh, Roman numeral sort of dial in that shape. There was also a gold-plated desk timepiece from Cartier that was manufactured between 1975 and 1980 that sold just for over, just over uh, 15,000 US uh, pounds. This is um, very small, sort of the, the outside 
of the case is quite thick with a with a very delicate sort of inner inner uh, dial, uh, which was quite nice. And then there was a gilt brass and enamel traveling timepiece from around 1980 that sold for just over 19,000 pounds. Really cool blue enamel. Um, I highly recommend you check out the pictures of these. There will be a link in the uh, show notes of this podcast if you want to look at these. It's very exciting. It's exciting to see. Uh, obviously, Mercury was a fan of watches and timekeeping devices. Cartier seemed to be a big brand for him. And that's uh, some nice results for uh, the Freddie Mercury estate. Um, and also, I think, just for significant uh, timekeeping watches, devices um, that belong to famous individuals. The next thing I wanted to speak about was something that I had the opportunity to go to, which was the Only Watch watch exhibit. Um, if you don't know, Only Watch is a watch auction that takes place every other year. Um, and um, the pro- the majority of the proceeds, I believe it's 99% of the proceeds, are um, given to researching muscular dystrophy. Uh, this is an event that takes place where watch brands come out, come out with unique pieces just for only watch, and these pieces are sold by Christie's, and um, it's always an exciting time to see what brands come up with and also um, how much um, can be raised for such an important event. Obviously, when you're looking at these timepieces, these are pieces that are going, probably going to go for many multiples over perhaps what some of their retail, some of the the the, the um, mass not mass produced but serially produced um, timekeeping devices will go for uh, from the the brands that are producing these pieces. Um, but I think even if you aren't bidding on these pieces, I think it's really important to um, drive attention to it and drive attention to this um, this really special auction that's trying to do some good in the world. Muscular dystrophy is a terrible disease, um, and the type of muscular dystrophy is, is one that is very prevalent in uh, kids, and a lot of the times they don't live um, very long once they're uh, diagnosed. They um, only watches basically on a tour to showcase these pieces, to different places around the world, which is really exciting. I think it drums up a lot of attention for the auction and also hopefully finds some bidders for, for these watches. They're going all over the place and um, and uh, I believe I have the dates here. So from the 6th to 9th of September, they were in Los Angeles. From the 14th to the 17th of September, they were in New York. From the 27th to the 30th, they'll be in Monaco. From the 5th and 6th of October, they'll be in Hong Kong. 11th and 12th in Bangkok. Singapore will be the 20th to the 22nd. Dubai will be the 27th of October. And then Geneva will be the 3rd to the 5th of November. The auction is taking place on the 5th of November in Geneva. And I had the opportunity to see some of these incredible pieces. I highly recommend you check out the Life on the Rest Instagram because I did cover my little trip there to to see some of these pieces, but I wanted to discuss a couple of them that I thought were very, very interesting. First off was the uh, Grunefeld. The Grunefeld was extremely nice. Um, when I first saw it, I was like, oh wow, the, the, two, the two sides of the straps are completely different, um, which is something that um, I thought was fairly unique. The dial color alone is incredibly, uh, incredibly cool. Um, and uh, was, I think, one of the reasons why it sort of caught my eyes because the colors that were used 
are so, so stark. Um, when you see this watch in person, the finishing on it is also uh, really, really impressive. Um, when you're looking at the dial, you can really see the, um, the time that, that went into it. Um, it's the 1945 Principia uh, Mandala. So it takes, obviously, inspiration from um, the 1941 Principia. Uh, has this really pr uh, mandala... Uh, Um, mandala uh, uh, design on the on the dial. It's also the first um, watch to have a uh, exhibition case back, sort of hunter style exhibition case back. Um, extremely beautiful, um, super colorful, and um, uh, very 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 nice piece. Uh, I really enjoyed seeing the Vutilainen. Obviously, Vutilainen has uh, produced some um, extremely um, extremely cool pieces. Um, it's nice that um, Kari Wutlanen is getting some good recognition for the things that he has able, been able to accomplish um, as a watchmaker. Um, I always say that I'm super excited that I was able to hear about him through MBNF. Um, they made a watch with an incredibly beautiful um, silver dial with engine turning uh, decoration in this sort of green reminds me of sort of like a like a fern almost um really beautiful beautiful uh, titanium cased watch um dial is really what uh, what captured me it obviously has um uh time zones around the outside of the watch with a 24-hour disc so it's a, a super beautiful beautiful piece i had a chance to see the Bulgari Octo in, um, in, uh, with, um, with the, the marble finishing on it, green marble finishing on it. It's really nice, really nice looking piece, uh, beautiful tourbillon, um, and, um, it was fairly nice. Also, we got a couple more pieces. The, 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 the trilobe is something that I was absolutely mesmerized by. Um, you really have to see this piece in person, um, Reconciliation is the is the piece. It's a really beautiful titanium, um, titanium with a black PVD coating, and then they have these titanium rings that are um, colored by uh, titanium with a little bit of gold leaf as well. What really was amazing about this piece is when you see the three dimensional, uh, three dimensionality of this piece. Um, pictures do not do it justice, and I really enjoyed seeing that. I also really loved seeing the Louis Vuitton Tambour Einstein Automata because um, who doesn't like a watch with Einstein's face on it? I also want to call out that one of the coolest features on it is the fact that there's a little bit of hair that comes off of the side of the case, and that is actually how you engage the uh, the repeater, which I thought was so, so cool. The uh, Laurent Ferrier uh, Auto... Um, Sport Auto was also really nice. Um, it's it, it's obviously kind of you know takes into into consideration the sort of sports watch craze, um, but what an incredible um, incredible looking piece. Um, if you want something that isn't so out there, I think this is right down the alley of basically every watch collector that might be interested in some sort of sports watch. I got the chance to see the. Um, the the beef air that's going to be sold which is really nice 
Um, the Speak Marines was also um, so, so cool. Uh, the wavy dial was um, so nice. This is part of the Ripples collection with a really beautiful blue royal, uh, royal blue, um, blue uh, finish to it. I absolutely love the uh, the hands on this piece. Um, one of the things that I love about Speak Marin is is their is their hands. I've covered a brand that maybe not not too many people are familiar with called uh, Louis Monet. Um, it's a brand that uh, that um, produces some really uh, important um, horological pieces, and they created their Art Tech watch, where their dial is cut from uh, microelectric silicon wafer, and has this incredible, vibrant set of colors that brings. Um, Honestly, I literally looked at it and smiled um, because it was so so cool. Um, it almost looks like it like a like a DJ or a disco set, which I thought was um, was super nice. Uh, all that cased in a titanium case. Um, the last one that I'll talk about was obviously my favorite, which was the MBNF. I had a, I have one of the catalogs from the Only Watch, and what's really cool is. The H. Moser MBNF piece um, is named the Streamliner, Streamliner Pandemonium. It does have um, information like that it's in a stainless steel case with a see-through case back, that the dial is made for a Fumé dial with a sunburst pattern. Um, the caliber is described as a uh, three-dimensional hand-wound caliber with uh, beats and... Um, the uh, power reserve, but it doesn't indicate that it is actually a um, a repeater, which I think is um, quite cool. Still keeping it a little bit um, a little bit uh, secret on what it is, but obviously it's been unveiled, and it was really nice to see that in person. The dial is incredibly beautiful. I encourage you to check check out pictures. I'll put a link in the in the show notes to the. Um, only watch website so you can you can see that um, but I also encourage you to check out our Instagram so you can see the watches that we actually saw um, during our visit I'm a huge um, advocate when, for, when when the watch industry tries to do some good with uh, with these things that we love so much and it's always exciting to see uh, what brands come up with for only watch if you have the opportunity to share this auction with a friend or participate in the auction I, I really do urge you to do so this is a, a serious disease and it's such a great way of sharing you know a passion and trying to do some good in the world um so, you know there are a lot of problems out there and um, i think it's a nice way to uh, try and contribute to the world in a good way um, so check out the watches because they are really cool. Um, and uh, if the um, Only Watch ex exhibition is going to be in your area, I highly encourage you to check it out. If you want to see any of these pieces um, and handle them, you can do it, I believe, by private appointment. Um, so um, definitely uh, check out um, check out Only Watch. That's it for this week's podcast. Um, we'll be back next week with um, whatever happens over the next week. Um, let me know if there are things that you want me to cover in this podcast. I'm more than happy to do that from an educational perspective. Um, if, if there are things that are on your mind and you want me to talk about, um, I'm more than happy to do that. 
If you are new to the Life on Earth podcast, be sure to follow us and share this podcast with a friend who might be interested in watching, who is interested in watches and might like this podcast. There'll be links in the show notes to all of our social media pages. So if you wouldn't mind checking us out on all of that, um, you can head to the, the show notes of this podcast. If you are feeling generous and wouldn't mind liking this podcast, your feedback really is um, important to me and I I um, I find it extremely important to uh, to learn from, from what you are um, saying about this podcast and what you want to see and what you um, what maybe I can improve on. So, um, rate us if you, if you, if you are feeling generous or let us help me out. Uh, head over to lifeinverse.com if you want some more watch, uh, content. We have our YouTube channel as well, where you can get some more watch content if you're urging, or if you're yearning for that type of thing. With that said, guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast, and I hope you have a great, uh, rest of your week, rest of your day, um, wherever you are in the world, I'm sure, Um, there's something to look forward to. All right, (laughs) see you in the next one.